Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, Padres fans, this was a must-win game for the Padres. And before first pitch, it became even more important just a couple minutes into the games because the the Giants and the Dodgers both lost on the same day since June 12th, according to AJ Casavell on Twitter, at AJ Casavell. That day just so happened to be a Giants doubleheader where they won one of the two games. So for the first time since June 6th, the Padres had an opportunity to gain a full game on the Dodgers and the Giants, and it started out very depressing. I'll get to that in one second. I'm Matt Scravy, and this is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. You can give us a call at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973 to talk about tonight's game. I, I kind of wish I had a time lapse to show you all because after the second inning, there was just a lot of staring into space, space because nothing was going right for the Padres. Joe Musgrove allowed five runs in the first two innings, and his pitch count was way, way, way up. The feeling to this game, at least to start, was a feeling of another loss and another early exit from a starting pitcher. I made the comment to Brian Cohen, who's in studio with me, they can't be going to the bullpen already because it sure looked like Joe Musgrove was headed towards an early exit, but not so fast. After 37 pitches in the second inning, he allowed one hit to the last 11 batters he faced. I don't want to look past the start of the game, but how can I not? I mean, that put them in a hole early. They did claw back. They did tie it up at five, and that was a pretty gritty performance from Joe Musgrove and one of the Padres, and and one that the Padres absolutely needed with the bullpen on fumes. So there is a silver lining there that Joe Musgrove fought through a tough start and was able to go uh, deeper into the game before they had to take him out. He he did get to 100 pitches on the night, and he did start finding his groove at the end of the game, but they uh, it, it was not the way I expected the game to start. Let me just say that. I was sitting here thinking that Joe Musgrove was going to be the Joe Musgrove that we know and love at Petco Park, but tonight, you know, wasn't really his night in the beginning of the game, and... Um, I think it's just it, it's an extremely disappointing loss for the Padres. It's in the first half of the season, and I know there is a lot of baseball left, but this one was one that got away for the Padres. And these are the type of games the Padres have to win. 
the games that we look back on and think it was this game or that game. And when we look back on the season, I hope we can say this was the lone loss in a four-game series. Because as I said when we started this, this was a must-win game for the Padres before the first pitch of the game. It became so much more important once we knew that the Giants and the Dodgers both lost on the same day. So... It was one of those days I really thought the Padres were going to uh, seize the day, as they say. Carpe diem, I think is what what they call it. And um, they just, they couldn't. They couldn't. They did. They did tie it back up 5-5, five to five, but they just couldn't go on from there. So we're waiting on Jace Tingler to speak with the media right now, and we'll get uh, to the Padres manager as soon as possible to see what he thinks about tonight's game. But you can give us a call and let me know what you're thinking. 833-288-0973. That's 833-288. 288-0973, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby on Twitter, and uh, let me know how you're feeling tonight, Padres fans. I, I have someone here who replied to um, a tweet. He said, it's at uh, JRGLPFM. Bad luck. Joe dug too big of a hole, and we made another bad pitching team look like champions. Now, I can understand the frustration from you, Mr. Um, JRGLPFM, but... I don't think that Joe dug too big a hole because they the Padres ended up tying it. It was zero zero point and they they tied it up early. So uh, I don't think that that is the case there. But I can see why you are frustrated for sure. So again, give me a call eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres post game show on ninety seven three. The fan. We're going to be waiting for Jace Tingler to speak with the media. That is up next, but. Uh, we might take a few of your calls as we're waiting for him to wrap up as well. So uh, the Padres fall to the Nationals 7-5 to in Game 1 of this four-game series. And uh, we have lots to talk about tonight, and I want to hear from you. So please give me a call, 833-288-0973. When we get back, we're going to go through some highlights. We're going to see if uh, Jace Tingler is done talking to the media. And we will get to your Phone calls. That's all next on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres post game show on 97.3 The Fan. 
Padres lose a disappointing game tonight, 7-5 to to the Washington Nationals, who came into Petco Park tonight 40-42 and on the year, two games under five hundred, and uh, there's no way of sugarcoating it tonight. So I know we have a lot of people on the line right now, and we're going to get to you. We're going to get to a couple of you now, and then we're going to have to go through some highlights here from Jace Tingler. So just hey, hang on. If you're on hold, if you can hear me right now and you're on the phone, you are in line. So stay right there. But first... We're going to go with Joel, and uh, Joel wants to talk about the Padres tonight. What's up, Joel? What's on your mind? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Hold on one second. Okay. I got all that. Uh, All right. So, yeah, pretty much we were at the game, and we just, I don't know. I personally was disappointed in Musgrove. Like, come on. He's no-no Joe, and he gets a five- he gives up five runs in two innings. That just didn't look like him. I don't know. I'm with four other guys in the car. So <laughs> please, please uh, keep keep them from swearing. But I get what you're saying, Joel, and I completely understand that. It was just a bad start for for Joe Musgrove. But I appreciate you giving me the call, Joel. Um, I, I I I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Giving up five runs in two innings just puts the Padres in catch up mode the entire night, and that's not necessarily their style of game. I mean, they can do it. They are built to do it, and they show that they can do it tonight. But it did set a bad tone for the game tonight, and it did set a uh, it, it put them into hurry up mode basically. And they had to get some runs on the board quickly. And it wasn't looking good. I mean, their first run of the night was a hit-by-pitch with bases loaded. And we'll take runs however we can get them. But um, you don't want to see that happen. You don't want to see No-No Joe getting beat up in the first two innings of the game. But I I do believe that he'll be back and he'll be better because uh, his record at Petco Park and the way he pitches at Petco Park is just too good for him to uh, have that disappear. But I appreciate the phone call, Joel. I agree that it was a little bit of a bad omen for the night. Uh, Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, you're with us here on 97.3 The Fan. What do you think of tonight? Well, yeah, I mean, it was disappointing the way he started, Scraby. But, I mean, when has one of our pitchers not had a bad night? They're all going to have bad nights. It happens. He's just, you know... Got to let it go. It was great to see the guys trying, you know, come back and tie it. And since I'm going to be at tomorrow night's game, I'm just hoping that they win that one because it was nice to be there for a win. I've, the two, both of the games I've been to so far, we've won them. So, all right. Well, I'll Kathy, think. Kathy is the good luck charm. She's going to get the uh, Padres to win. But I appreciate you giving me a phone call, Kathy. Uh, if I was at the game tomorrow, I would say let's let's try to meet up or something. But uh, I'm not going to be at the game tomorrow. And I I, uh, I agree with you. It was nice to see him get back in the game, but it just put him too far into the hole earlier in the game. And uh, I think that's just going to be the theme of the night. They fell into a hole and they couldn't get out. And even though they did get out and they tied it up, it just uh, it just felt like it was an uphill battle all night long. All right, we're going to get back to you guys on the phone. Eric, Brenda, and uh, Fizzle is what the call screener says. I can't wait to talk to Fizzle. Got to see what Fizzle's all about. But first, we're going to go and uh, we're going to go through some of the highlights of tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. Well, Joe Musgrove, as you've already heard so far in the postgame show, he took the mound tonight looking to reverse his last outing, which saw him get roughed up by the Reds. 
Trey Turner, he was back in the lineup after missing a few games, and he had other plans for Joe Musgrove. And he... <laughs> it's all right. Joe, or Trey Turner hit the home run right there. So Joe Musgrove, he allowed another runner but escaped the inning by limiting the damage to just one run. The Padres came right back at the Nationals by loading the bases, and Trent Grisham, who was the hero of Joe Musgrove's last start, was not able to do anything with the bat, and he stranded three on base. It was just not Joe's night tonight as the top of the second starter with a Yongum's walk. And then with runners on second and third, the pitcher, John Lester, helped his own cause. All right, we're having technical difficulties. We'll get back to uh, some of the highlights. We're going to keep going with the highlights now, but we're going to try to figure out what's going on with our our player. Um, make sure, I know Brian knows what he's doing. Make sure it's in program. Okay, it's in program. I knew it was. I mean... Brad's been running the board forever. Anyway, John Lester helped his cause, and Alcides Escobar laid down a butt on the first baseline. Jake Cronenworth charged it and was unable to get Victor Robles at home, so the game was now 3-0 Nationals. Trey Turner was probably the last person Musgrove wanted to see, and he singled the center to load the bases. And then everyone took another goal because Juan Soto came up with the bases loaded and only one out. Soto hit a sack fly to center, and John Lester scored, and the Nationals were up 4 to nothing. That brought Josh Bell up to the plate. Joe kicks and deals. And this pitch is lined into center field. That is a base hit. Escobar will be waved. Grisham comes up firing. The throw will come through, but not in time. RBI single Josh Bell. 5-0 Washington in the second. All right, we're back in business on the highlight machine. A four spot for the Nationals in the second inning, and that's what Joel was talking about uh, earlier when he called in. Uh, it's just not a good start. Things got back on track for No-No Joe in the top of the third, but the bottom of the third is when the Padres got back into it. With two outs, the Padres challenged the play at first. After Jake Cronenworth was called out, uh, Castro threw it away, and the call was overturned, and the Padres had a runner on with two outs, and this is what got them going because that was one of the most important plays of the night for the Padres as uh, they were trying to get back into the game. Manny Machado walked for the second time of the night. Will Myers reached on an infield single. Trent Grisham was up to bat with the bases loaded for the second time of the night, and he was able to get the scoring started after John Lester hit him with a pitch. The score was 5-1 to one in the bottom of the third. Then our guy Hassan Kim came to the plate for his second A.B. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's hit on the ground hard and fair down the third baseline. Castro Dove couldn't get it. Manny has scored. Myers is on his way. Two runs come in on the double by Kim, and it's a brand-new ball game. 5-3 to three here in the third. So Hassan Kim gets it within two, and uh, we're going to fast – or actually, the ball bounced off of the stool on the left field line. I wanted to mention that because you know where the ball person sits? It cost them a run, the Padres a run, but at least the Padres got two in because it hit the stool, it went right back up in the air, and it came backwards, and so it kind of uh, – made it easy on the Nationals' def defenders trying to get the ball in quicker, and they did, so they only get two. But let's fast forward to the bottom of the fourth, and Fernando Tatis Jr. at the dish. 2-2 pitch, and Tatis hits it in the air to deep left field. Way back, then it go! Second deck Western medal. His National League leading 27th, and a 5-4 game here in the fourth. That was Fernando Tatis Jr.'s hardest hit ball in his career. 
116 mile, miles per hour off the bat, and it went 399 feet. And according to MLB stats, Tatis Jr. is the fastest player age 22 or younger to reach 27 home runs in a season, and that is done in just 68 games. So that's pretty amazing. And again, 116 miles an hour, the hardest ball that Fernando Tatis Jr. has ever hit. And to give you a little uh, uh, reference, the hardest ball hit this year was Aaron Judge at 119 miles an hour. So only three miles an hour off there. Uh, Jake Cronenworth doubled with two outs. Will Myers needed and then, yes, Jake Cronenworth doubled. And with two outs, Will Myers needed this for his own sanity. Now the one and two from McGowan, and it's a line drive down the left field line. Fair ball going to the corner. That'll tie the game. Cronenworth on his way home. He has scored. Myers into second with an RBI double. Padres have come all the way back, 5-5 in the fourth. And, yes, so they tie it up. The Padres come all the way back, three runs in the third inning and two runs in the fourth inning. The pitchers took over, and it remained tied at five until the top of the seventh inning. Padres reliever Tim Hill comes into the game and strikes out Juan Soto with three straight pitches. Then the dangerous slugger Josh Bell somehow did this. Josh Bell batting right-handed for the first time. Swings at the first pitch. Sends one in the air to deep left field. Fam going back, looking up, going to go. A home run for Josh Bell. He's 12th of the year. And the Nationals are back in front 6-5. to five. And, uh, yeah, that was a bummer. And I say somehow because that ball was on the inside part of the plate and it was sliding into him. Uncharacteristic for Tim Hill to give up a homer. But that's what he did. And the Nationals went up 6-5 to five in the top of the 7th. Padres running out of chances. They went one two, They went down 1-2-3 in the bottom of the 7th. In the top of the 8th, Fernando Tatis Jr. levitated. 2-2, two and two, the pitch from Johnson is swung on line. And caught by Tatis at shortstop. Fernando went all the way up, and we're going to hang all the stars. Out number two in the eighth, as Tatis just made one of the most brilliant and athletic defensive plays of his career. Wow. Tell you what, talk about some hang time. Jesse Agler was not underselling that whatsoever. This is one of the best plays you'll see this season, and Pierce Johnson's reaction said it all. He couldn't believe it. His jaw hit the floor, and uh, there's a couple tweets going around from big-time People, well, you know, around Major League Baseball seeing this and saying, did he really just take a step in midair? It, it really did look like that. He jumped a little bit too early. Zimmerman, uh, it, it wasn't as hard a ball that he that Tatis thought it was going to be hit. So he jumped, and then he had to kind of, you know, jump again in midair, and he got it somehow. I have no idea. I, I can't even describe it. It was that crazy. But uh, unfortunately, lost in all the excitement was this. For not looking any closer. Here's a ball in the air deep down the left field line, and Escobar is going to get that run home. Hops up over the fence, and a rule book double for Alcides Escobar, who is apparently now Babe Ruth. <laughs> Seven to five Nationals here in the eighth inning, the second double of the inning. I laugh because it's kind of true. Alcides Escobar had a monster night for the Nationals, and ever since he's been called up on the team, he's been great. He went three for four in the game with two RBIs. Austin Voth of the Nationals did his job and retired the side one, two, three, and heading into the Padres' last chance, old friend Brad Hand came into the game to close it out for the Nationals. A ball and two strikes to Myers. Here's the pitch from Hand, and the breaking ball swung on and missed. Strike three. That is the ball game. A 1-2-3, bottom of the ninth. Thrown by Brad Hand. He caps it with a K. And the Padres drop game one of this series to the Nationals 
by a final of 7-5. They fought back from an early 5-0 deficit to tie it, but the Nats got one in the seventh and one in the eighth. Unfortunately, uh, the, the the Padres lost the game. I, I can't uh, understate that and, and understate how disappointing this loss was, knowing that the Giants and the Dodgers both lost today, and there would be a, a the ability to uh, gain a full game back on the National League West leaders, and and they didn't. They they were not able to hold the lead, or the they were not able to keep the tie at five or take the lead, and the Nationals scored one run in the seventh and one run in the eighth. They end up with 12 hits, scoring seven runs with one air. They scored five runs in the first two innings of the game. Padres scored five runs on seven hits and an air, and they scored both their five runs in the third and fourth inning of the game. So uh, that was it for the scoring on the Padres side. Suero gets the win for the Nationals. He's one and two. Tim Hill takes a loss. He moves to five and four. And Brad Hand picks up his 19th save of the season. I see you all on hold, so please stay right there, Eric, Brenda, and Fizzle. And uh, we're going to go and hear what Jace Tingler had to say with the media. He uh, he met with him. He's done, right, Brian? Okay, he is done, so we're going to bring that to you now. Jace Tingler, Padres manager, talking to the media after a 7-5 loss in the first game of a four-game set with the Washington Nationals. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Hey, Jace, was it almost like two different outings for Joe Musgrove tonight, the first two innings, and then what he was able to do for the last three? Yeah, you know, the the first two, he certainly couldn't find, uh, you know, his breaking ball, curveball, slider. Uh, was just fighting, battling for it. And even on some of the good ones um, he threw, they weren't quite as sharp. They were able to foul them off. And, you know, he just, uh, you know, really had to work to get through those innings. And, you know, it was looking like potentially because of the pitch count, uh, certainly in the second inning, you know, the pitch count started to get up there quite a bit. Uh, but luckily he found it, battled through. And I thought innings three, four, and, uh, you know, five were good. So, um to be able to 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 just battle, keep us in the game, and offensively we were able. Obviously, I think it was the third and the fourth inning to get back in the game. Um, we just couldn't get anything after that. But I thought Joe did a great job of uh, of competing, and and uh, like I said, the third, fourth, and fifth, his last couple innings were were really good. The breaking ball challenges in the first couple of innings was that a little bit of a carryover from his last outing, and then what was it that actually helped him click it? back in all of a sudden in the third I, I i don't know if it was you know just kind of finding his rhythm in the delivery or, or or just the release point but um i know it was a battle to find it but you can tell the difference when he found it and uh you know he was able to uh, to get some easier outs that's for sure i i know we've used a ton of different superlatives for fernando tatis jr but have you seen a guy leap before and then sort of do a second leap in the air to to make a catch like he did tonight? No, there's there not too many shortstops can make that play. I mean, just just how athletic he is and how long he is. Uh, you know, it, it it felt like you know he was up there ten and a half feet. You know, went up there and grabbed that ball off off Zimmerman. So uh, I, I'd be surprised if there's you know many other shortstops that can get up there. That was um, that was pretty special. Down like that so deeply in, in the last five after battling like you did in the first fourth. Well, it's always disappointing to to lose, um, and 
you know, we were we, we were in a pretty big hole. But uh, you know, even even you know, we we had the bases loaded in the first. I felt like you know we 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 had some traffic, and um, you know, with our lineup, I there's very rare uh, times you know when you feel feel like you're out of it. So um, you know, it was good to to get back in it. Uh, frustrating, disappointing, not to muster up really anything. Um, you know, honestly, after the fifth and, um, you know, that that part was frustrating. Uh, probably, you know, quite a bit of the credit goes to their bullpen. You know, they made some good pitches, but, um, you know, you, you, you feel good once you tie it up. And, and uh, you know, we, we had some of our bullpen arms going. And so, you know, at that point you felt pretty good, but, you know, you felt like we were going to be able to, to get some more runs on the board, and that just didn't happen. I was Shingler, Padres manager, speaking with the media after tonight's loss, and and I will just uh, bounce off of what he said there to end the the media availability. Is that yeah? We I thought there was going to be some more runs put up too by the Padres and by the Nationals. The Nationals got two more, but I thought that there was going to be a lot more scoring in the game tonight. Things started to settle down a little bit in the uh, second half of the game. So um, Padres didn't didn't really they didn't hit poorly with runners in scoring position. They went three for seven tonight. Uh, they had. Um, Kim got a two-out RBI with Myers and Grisham scoring. So, you know, things like that, it, you can't really you can't really pinpoint anything other than the fact that they just weren't able to get to the Washington Nationals bullpen, and that's exactly what they needed to do. I mean, that's what this team has been doing all season long is tr- getting through the starting pitcher and then getting into the bullpen and beating up on the bullpen. It just didn't happen. So big disappointment tonight. I mean, I know there's a lot more season to go, but this is a huge disappointment in my mind, at least. And if it's a disappointment in your mind, give us a call, 833-288-0973. We still have uh, Eric, Brenda, Sean, and uh, I don't even know. We're going to screen your call. I don't know what that name is, so we'll screen that during the break. But we're going to get to you on the other side. So stay right there, everyone. We're going to hear from you. We're going to talk about it. We're going to figure out what uh, what what to do going forward here on the Padres postgame show after a 7-5 loss to the Nationals. The Padres fall to 50-37 and on the year, and Tim Hill takes the loss. We'll be back with your phone calls and more. Player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, all of that good stuff uh, when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Two and two, the pitch from Johnson is swung on line and caught by Tatis at shortstop. Fernando went all the way up, and we're going to hang all the stars. Out number two in the eighth, as Tatis just made one of the most brilliant and athletic defensive plays of his career. Wow. Tell you what, talk about some hang time. Uh, yeah, those guys undersold the play, and I don't know how it's possible to, uh, for them to undersell it because, I mean, no one's ever seen anything like that before. There's a shortstop going up, finding something to step on in midair, that was awesome, and that was amazing, and that is Fernando Tatis Jr. in a nutshell. Thanks to uh, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. for that call. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres fall to the Nationals tonight, 7-5. to five. In a uh, pretty, I mean, as early of a must-win game as you can get in a long baseball season. So uh, the the Padres with the Giants and the Dodgers both losing. They had a big opportunity to gain a game on the National League West and the, those leaders in the National League West. But they didn't. So it is what it is, and we're going to talk about it going forward. Let's talk to who has been holding the longest. Eric, you are on the post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, Eric? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yes, I want to first say uh, thank you to my dear friend, uh, Lydia Lurie, who's uh, one of the podcasts uh, uh, of uh, Hell's Bells, and Donovan Jones, who does the uh, one half the podcast of um, Friars on the Farm, for giving me Lydia's ticket, because they have that she was out of town. So I got to go to my first game of the year, which I was really looking forward to. Nice. And I have to admit, yes, I have to admit, you know, you show up to a game. I, I didn't want to go to a game where it was like, you know, not as not a full stadium, and I, I know it wasn't a sellout, but, yeah. you know, this, it was nice to go to a game that was like, you know, well attended. And for a Monday, that was quite nice. But, uh, you know, and, and you're sitting there going, wait, 5 nothing. I show up, it's 5 nothing. But I didn't give up hope. Credit to the Boyos for, you know, putting together a comeback. And, you know, that is not an easy thing to do. I know they came up short. Uh, I know there were some disappointing moments and disappointing things that happened. But, um, you know what? They, they, they were... They were entertaining for sure, and, uh, I, you know, tomorrow is another day. 
Absolutely, Eric. Appreciate the phone call and shout out to the people that gave you the ticket. That's awesome. I uh, I, I need a friend that was going to give me a ticket as well because uh, I went to a game earlier in the year. I've not been to a game yet with a full packed house. So appreciate the phone call, Eric. And I kind of I, I like that your I like your viewpoint on the whole thing. Is that another day is tomorrow and. That's the best thing about baseball is that you can get this bad taste out of your mouth as soon as possible, which will be tomorrow for the Padres starting at 7:10. But uh, thank you for the phone call, Eric, and giving us uh, that insight on what it was like in the stadium. Appreciate that. Let's go to the next longest holding person. Wow, 26 minutes, Ben. Appreciate you holding on for 26 minutes. That is very nice of you. What's on your mind? The floor is yours. All right, so I got my dad here with me. We just left the game. We haven't been to a game in two years, and we've had this long-lasting curse of every game we've gone to, never seen the Padres win, not once. And going to this game, you know, you're really hoping for that win with how well they're doing this season since last year and new management and everything. Yeah. The first home run, the Turner home run, it was like, okay, we, it's not that bad. We can get from it. And then mm-hmm. it started going down, and then your hope gets lower, lower, lower. And then you come back, and you're like, okay, we got this again. We get, we're doing it. We can do it. And then it goes lower again, and you're like, oh, God, no, not happening. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, it happens. But you can't wait to see them play again. And, they did really good. You got to agree with uh, Eric. They, they were very, very entertaining. Shout out to my mom who got the tickets for Father's Day for me and my dad. Sweet. Yeah. So. I appreciate that, Ben. Um, uh, with you guys going to the game, when was the last time you went to a game? Yeah, 2019. 2019. All right. Well, I bet you. That if you go to another Padres game this year, they're going to win because they're winning lots of games this year. You need to get back to one. Yes. But appreciate your phone call, Ben, and appreciate you holding on. Shout out to your dad as well. Shout out to your mom for getting you the tickets. All good stuff. And that that would be fun. That would be fun to go your first game in two years. I mean, everybody went through the whole COVID thing where you weren't able to go anywhere and no one was able to watch games. So I think there's some part of people here in 2021 as well that are just happy to be out at a baseball game in a full house because it hasn't been done in a long time. And, uh, I appreciate you you calling in, Ben and, and Eric and everyone else uh, telling me all about your night at the ballpark. Let's go to our next caller, Jimmy. In El Cajon. What's up, Jimmy? What's on your mind? What's up, man? Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Thanks for calling. I got a question for you. In your opinion, in your eyes, what is the three most important factors to building up a World Series team? What are the most three important factors? Starting pitching, uh, you got got to have a strong bullpen, and then you have to have a deep system because you're going to have injuries throughout the year. And you're going to need to draw from your double A, your triple A. But I would say, I would say the biggest part for me uh, would be starting pitching. What's yours? What? What? I mean, I would honestly, I would say none of position players. I would call it consistency. And I feel like that's one thing that the Padres do lack right now is consistency. Manny Machado going from a two home run game to a zero for three game with two. You know what I'm getting? At? It's just, it's never, it's always a close game for the Pod. 
I see what you're saying, and I, I do agree that it has been up and down for the Padres this year. They go on these long streaks where they win nine in a row at home, and then they end up going out on the road and they lose three in a row, or or you know whatever it was over the weekend. I get that, I do. But Manny Machado is getting on base more than any person on the team right now, and he 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 got his two walks today. All you can ask of a batter is to get on base. So I, I don't know that we could criticize Manny, but I can get on board with you and the fact that the Padres are very up and down this year. And uh, I appreciate your phone call, Jimmy. That is uh, you know, an interesting thought about what, we ne- what the Padres need going forward to complete a great season. And they're on their way to a great season. I have no doubt about that. But they do need to find a little bit more consistency. Um, Tommy Pham has struggled the last couple games leading off, and, and he'll be fine. He'll, he'll figure it out because he already did once. Fernando Tatis Jr., he's just always going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. I don't think we ever have to worry about him. Jake Cronenworth, uh, he goes up and down a little bit, but he had two hits tonight. And after his all-star selection, Manny Machado, like we were just talking about, two walks. Um, the, the, the guys that need to get better, I would have to say right now in the lineup, Will Myers, number one. Uh, he had two hits tonight. One of them was an infield single that kind of was uh, he he beat it out. He hustled out the play and everything like that. So you can't take that away from him. But at the same time, he cannot be striking out two times. And he he struck out. I believe this is his 16th strikeout in the last um, 15 game or 15 days or something like that. That's a lot of strikeouts. You can't be doing that if you're going to be in the middle of the lineup for the Padres. Trent Grisham as well. Trent Grisham, uh, I like Trent Grisham. I love watching him play center field. I like seeing him at the plate. He's a good hitter, but he is a little bit of a boomer bust hitter right now. I mean, Trent Grisham had the bases loaded twice tonight and wasn't able to really do anything with it except for getting hit by that pitch and driving in the RBI that way, which will take 100% of the time. But, you know, at the same time, you would like to see him drive in a couple of those runners or at least one or two of those runners in either one of those bases loaded situation, but appreciate the phone call, Jimmy, that um, interesting thought. Maybe we'll talk about that on the uh, talk show tomorrow. The top three things you need. I'm writing it down right now. Top three things you need to uh, win a world series and consistency was yours. So thank you for that. Sean, hang on. I'm going to get to you. I promise. But right now we need to go through and find out how many total home runs the Padres have hit on the season. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres' home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez Firm on the Padres' radio network. 2-2 pitch, and Tatis hits it in the air to deep left field. Way back, then to go! Second deck Western medal. His National League leading 27. And a 5-4 game here in the fourth. And that was uh, back when we were... Dreaming of Padres wins. They unfortunately did not win tonight, but they did get another home run from Fernando Tatis Jr., and they are now tied for 12th in all of baseball with 105 home runs on the season. They are tied with the A's and the Mariners. Who knew the Mariners were creeping up there in home runs, but they are uh, sitting at 105 right now as we speak. And uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., he was a highlight reel tonight. He's just he he's only one guy on the team of of 20 I think it's 27 or 28 guys and he can do it all but he can't uh he can't single-handedly win a game especially tonight with what they were facing. So they lose 7 to 5, they move to 50 and 37 on the year. The Nationals are just one game under 500 right now. They are 41 and 42. Nationals, they're a dangerous team. They are uh uh they they have the firepower 
to to do what they they need to do to get deep in the playoffs. I mean, we saw him go to the World Series a couple years ago after starting atrociously. It was like 17 and 35 or something crazy like that. But they do have some big names. Josh Bell, if he can get going for the Nationals, look out National League East. He is a good, good, uh, great hitter, actually. He went three for five tonight. He hit that home run. I don't even know how he hit that home run. It was on the inside part of the plate, and he kind of like short-armed it. He kind of like alligator-armed it uh, into deep left center field. So watch out for him. You got Juan Soto, Trey Turner coming back tonight, hitting that home run in the first inning. Nationals aren't a terrible team, but they are a team that the Padres should be at home, I think. So that's just my thought. If you have any thoughts, please give us a call, 833-288-0973, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby. And uh, I just got this one. Dallas Braden actually posted the video of Fernando Tatis Jr. jumping in midair, and he said, did he take another step up in midair? And um, Jake from Rake Farm on Twitter replied and said, this is what we call a double jump. Quite common in video games, not so much in real humans. And that is a great comment because it's true. I don't know. I'm watching the video right now. He takes this extra step. I, I, he levitated. I don't know what kind of sorcery he's uh, a part of, but it was it was good to watch and it was fun to watch as well. Matt Scraby here with you on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. We still have a couple things to get to. We still have the player of the game. We still have um, some of the out-of-town scoreboard. We already know that the Giants lost and the Dodgers lost, but there was something that happened in that Dodgers game that has to do with Major League Baseball history. So if you're a Major League Baseball history fan, you'll like that stat. Um, and other than that, we're going to just talk about the the game tonight, and we're going to set up tomorrow. So if you have any extra thoughts, if you uh, were at the game and you want to talk about being at the game, please do, 833-288-0973. But until then, we're going to head to break. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show after a 7-5 loss to the Washington Nationals, and this is 97.3 The Fan. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel, San Diego's favorite casino and dining. Josh Bell batting right-handed for the first time. Wings of the first pitch, sends one in the air to deep left field. Pham going back, looking up, going to go. A home run for Josh Bell. He's 12th of the year, and the Nationals are back in front 6-5. to five. I know. I know. I know what you're thinking. Why are we picking Josh Bell for player of the game? Well, he put the Nationals ahead late in the game, and that is good enough for me, as well as getting three hits on the night. He went three for five. He hit that home run. And uh, the, he he led his team to a victory, so he has to be player of the game. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres post game show on 97.3 The Fan. Padres fall to the Nationals tonight, seven to five. Uh, Nationals had 12 hits. They scored seven runs on those 12 hits. They had one air. They scored a run in the first inning. They scored four runs in the second inning. They then scored another run, that Josh Bell homer that you just heard in the seventh, and uh, they scored one last run in the eighth inning. Padres had. Somewhat of the meat of their lineup up in the bottom of the ninth inning. They had Cronenworth, Machado, and Myers, uh, but uh, nothing was able to come out of it. So, unfortunately, they're going to take the loss tonight on a night when they absolutely needed to win to gain any ground on the National League West leaders, the Dodgers and the Giants, that they could. And uh, it's a long season. It's still before the All-Star break, but these are the games that you don't want to have to look back on later in the season and think, man, if they could have taken that game or if they could have taken one of those games against Phil the Phillies or they even if they could have won that game against the Reds on Thursday night where 
Mark Melanson blew the save. I mean, those are all games that you don't want to have to refer to later in the season as games that they could have won and games of why they're not in the playoffs or why that they're not winning the division, things like that. But I'm not worried about anything other than the fact that uh, they need to get a couple W's here in the next couple days and go head into that all-star break feeling good about themselves. You, you can't just sit there for four days after having a bad week at home. And I don't foresee that happening whatsoever. I, I think that they're going to turn it around. Nationals, I mean, the Nationals, I said that they have some firepower, but at the same time, the Nationals are the Nationals, and they have lost a lot of games by many different weird things that have happened. And, you know, the Nationals got some good players back in their lineup. Trey Turner showed why he's a, a good player and showed why he's in that lineup and why he's an all-star by hitting a home run in the first inning. All right, Sean, I appreciate you waiting. It's your turn. Positive Sean is on the air. Positive Sean, how are we going to turn this into a positive tonight? Well, get back on the host tomorrow. And the Dodgers lost today, and the Giants lost, which they can lose again tomorrow. And we're going to take two with the Nationals. You're going to take two or three? I mean, they got four. Um, The rest of them, the games with the Nationals, three of them, half of, half of that. And then we got the Rockies, which we should beat them. So. I, I agree with that. All right, Positive Sean, I appreciate the phone call. You are, uh, you've, you've convinced me to be positive. I like it. And Positive Sean's always coming through with some positive stuff. I like it. I need positivity in my life. Matt Scraby, if you're wondering who is talking about positivity right now, 97.3 The Fan, the Nationals beat the Padres 7-5, to five, and uh, we've talked about this game quite a bit, so let's try to figure out what happened around Major League Baseball, and we'll check in on what happened in that Dodgers game that's history. It's time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. We'll start with those two National League West games. The St. Louis Cardinals beat the Giants in San Francisco 5-3. to Kevin Gosman takes the loss, moves to 8-3 and on the year. He still has a minuscule 1.74 ERA. The Marlins ended up beating the Dodgers 5-4 to in Miami. The Dodgers did tie it up late, but the Marlins scratched across one more run to win the game and have the uh, Dodgers fall to 53-32 and on this season. The history that came about in this game is Albert Pujols, who plays for the Dodgers right now. He becomes the fourth player in Major League Baseball history to reach 6,000 career total bases, joining Hank Aaron, Stan Musial, and Willie Mays. Now, those are some names to be a part of. Think about 6,000 bases. I want to know how many steps it is to go 6,000 bases and how many home runs he's hit, and he's had to take those four bases. I mean, that is a lot of being on base for, for the machine. That's why they call him the machine, Albert Pujols. The Braves and the Pirates. The Braves were actually blown out by the Pirates in Pittsburgh, 11-1. to You don't see that very often. The Braves are struggling this year. If you want to talk about a team that's struggling and you want to feel good about yourself if you're a Padres fan, look to the Braves because they are 41-43 and on the season. That is not good. They were expected to go deep into the playoffs this season, and it's not looking like they're going to do that as of right now. Still a long season, I know. The Rays beat the Cleveland Indians 9-8 to in Tampa. The Twins beat the White Sox 8-5 to in Minnesota at Target Field. The Mets beat the Brewers 4-2 to at City Field in New York. 
And uh, Brandon Woodruff takes the loss for the Brewers. He moves to 7-4 and four on the year. Still got a pretty good ERA at 2.10. The Tigers, Tigers are showing a little bit of fight this year. I think a lot of people didn't expect much from the Tigers, but they... You know, they have uh, beaten some good teams, and, and they're showing that they're not as bad as people think they are. They win 7-3 to three over the Rangers in Texas. The Cubs and the Phillies. Now, the Phillies, they're 40-42. and 42. We just saw them, as you all know, and the Padres were in uh, Philadelphia over the weekend. They beat the Cubs 13-3, to three, and think about the Cubs when they came to town, or when the Padres went to Chicago, they got swept. And then the Cubs come to town, and they beat the Padres, I think, two out of the three games. And now the Cubs have lost this game 13-3, to and they've lost the last 10 straight, and they are now under 500. Like, how times have changed for the Chicago Cubs. Another team you can look to uh, to make yourself feel better if you're a Padres fan. The Reds beat the Royals in Kansas City 6-2. to The Red Sox took down the Angels in Anaheim 5-4. to and that is it for the games around baseball. There were just uh, those games tonight. Some teams got the night off, so good for them. Padres don't get the night off until Monday. For some people, four Padres are going to be flying to Denver. The rest of them are going to have a couple days off, so that's nice for them. We have one more break to go. The Padres lose to the Nationals 7-5. to Disappointing game for the Padres to lose, but... As positive Sean said, there's always a game tomorrow. When we get back on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan, we're going to preview what's going down tomorrow between the Padres and the Nationals. And we have one more award to give out. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at sandiegofoodbank.org. And Matt Scraby back with you here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan, after a Padres loss to the National 7-5. But... The relief pitcher of the game for tonight is going to be Craig Stammen. He came in after the game was tied up, and he did not give up a run. He went an inning. He only gave up a hit, and he struck out two. So Craig Stammen doing what Craig Stammen has done. And Brian Cohen reminded me that Craig Stammen was pitching against his former team that ended up drafting him, the Washington Nationals. He came up as a starter with them, so uh, that is good stuff. And he kept the game tied at five, so we'll give Craig Stammen the relief pitcher of the game for tonight. Now, tomorrow, we right now on MLB.com for tomorrow's game, it says that the Nationals have not announced a name of a pitcher yet, but the Padres have. The Padres are going to have Ryan Weathers heading out to the mound, and he is 3-2 and two on the season, 2.63 ERA, 39 strikeouts. We all know Ryan Weathers. We all love Ryan Weathers, and I appreciate uh, Ryan Weathers because he came on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was awesome. But he has a big game tomorrow to pitch, just like Blake Snell did uh, when I came off the air on Saturday. Blake Snell had a big game to pitch yesterday, and we know he struggled a little bit there, but he ended up uh, doing enough. And Ryan Weathers also has a big game to pitch as well because he needs to get a win for the Padres. He absolutely needs to be... Someone that I don't know that they thought he was going to be coming into the year, and that would be one of the guys that they throw out there. They run out there in a big situation. And Ryan Weathers has already proven a couple times that he is definitely good enough 
to be run out there in a big situation. He made his debut against the Dodgers in the playoffs last year. And if you want to hear that interview with uh, Ryan Weathers on 973thefansd.com, you can just search it because he said um, when he came into the game, he said, please just don't mess this up, basically, is what he said. And uh, I can only imagine having Ryan Weathers, or being a guy who's coming into a game in the playoffs in a COVID year and trying not to give up a run and trying to win a game for guys that have played the entire year, basically, until that moment, so... That is who is going to be starting for the Padres. Now, the other side, it says TBD on MLB.com, but CBS Sports app, I'm trying to get you a picture. It says Jeffrey Rodriguez, but don't quote me on that if he's not the guy who starts because uh, I I tend to believe MLB.com has the most up-to-date information, so we'll just leave it at TBD right now. But Ryan Weathers will be starting for the Padres tomorrow. 7-10 first pitch. Pre-game with Braden Soprano at 6.10. I will be back on the post-game for the rest of the week, actually, except for Friday night. I'll be there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. I hope everyone goes back to work tomorrow and feels good about uh, their weekends. And that's about it for us. Am I forgetting anything, Brian? I don't think I am, so appreciate all the phone callers today. Eric, Ben, Jimmy, Sean, Kathy, and... um. Fizzle, I really wish Fizzle Fizzle will call back. Maybe Fizzle will call back tomorrow. I really want to talk to you, Fizzle. And then Joel as well. So appreciate everyone. Appreciate Brian Cohen. Appreciate uh, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. Appreciate Dave Marcus, Adam Klug, Karen Cerulli, Kevin Callahan, all the people here on 97.3 The Fan SD. Well, that's our Twitter handle. All the people here at 97.3 The Fan. Just about uh, six hours from now, Ben and Woods will be taking the air. So I need to get out of here. I need to go home and go to bed. And uh, we'll be on. I'll be on with Gwyn and Chris tomorrow, starting at 3 p.m., leading you up to the game with the Nationals. Again, appreciate everybody uh, hanging out with me tonight. Joe Musgrove goes five innings. He gives up seven hits. He uh, gives up five runs or five earned runs. I mean to say, he walked one and struck out four. But uh, as we all know, the Padres came back, made it five five, and unfortunately, they lose seven five tonight, and they move to fifty and thirty seven on the air. That is it for me. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show after a Padres loss 7-5 to on 97.3 The Fan. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody, or today. Talk to you today, everybody. Thanks for joining us for today's game. For all the latest news on the Friars, stay tuned to your home of the San Diego Padres, 97.3 The Fan, and the Padres Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.